though, likes the look of this. Oh, wow! It's a good ball through as well. And now Ronaldo! He's offside. He's done it again. Cristiano Ronaldo. But goal given. Brilliant. Goal is given. Cristiano Ronaldo's got it. And he's broken yet another record. Corner from the right. The header is magnificent. Cristiano Ronaldo. Unbelievable. 14 years after his first Manchester United hat-trick, he gets his second. And it might be the match winner. 3-2. Nobody does it better. That's it. Manchester United still alive in the top four battle. Just about everyone smiling. What a night. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Wobble Fergie Do podcast. I am Olujimi, and I'm joined by Mr. Francis, and the man who loves to introduce himself. Dr. Waju. <laughs> yeah, with another name. <laughs> One day you're going to tell us who you're running away from. But anyways, um, welcome to the pod. Um, the audio you heard at the start of the pod was courtesy of the Talk of the Devils podcast by The Atlantic. Just wanted to put that out there. But um, I think there's only one place to start this part today. Um, the tale of his, of his demise has been slightly exaggerated. The man started the day, I haven't scored one goal in 10 games, but ended it with being the top goal scorer of all time and also the second oldest player to score a hat-trick in the Premier League history. Does anyone know who the first, the oldest player is to score a hat-trick in Premier League? Does anyone? Is a United player too. Yeah, that's him. Teddy Sheriam. But anyways, um, the game ended um, Tottenham 2, United 3. Um, but again, I think there's only one place to start in the game, and that's Ronaldo scoring a hat-trick after missing the last game against City. Um, Francis, what are your thoughts on um, Ronaldo? I, I don't, you don't even have to talk about the game, but like, what did you think of his performance? <laughs> it was a fun game for the neutrals. It was happy. I was happy to see, you know, the, the goats in the stadium. It was, it was fun. <laughs> and it, and um, no, I was happy to see Tom Brady um, in the stadium um, being the goats. So, um, do you think it was inspired by by Tom Brady being in the stands? No, no, no. And by goat, I was referring to Tom Brady. By the way, um, if you didn't oh, catch that. Wow. You can... <laughs> no, of course not. Like I, cheeky, you know, this little cheeky. Once we got to go to the stadium, I knew who we were talking about. I, that definitely went yeah, over my head. But continue. Yeah, yeah I mean, if, if you know who I was talking about, then you know who's the goats, right? So it was, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was good to see the goats in the stadium. And uh, uh, I'm sure Ronaldo kind of took uh, a leaf from his book and wanted to inspire himself. So that was a, that was a very good, you know. Do you think it's a mistake that um, Tom Brady unretired after watching Ronaldo's performance? Uh, I, don't I don't think it's a coincidence. 
I know. I, I, I think Tom Brady I don't think it's a coincidence. Him. Sorry, you know what? They're talking about your goat. Let me let you finish. I, I think Tom Brady <laughs> had made up his mind before. I think he's point. so excellent. Yeah, fair enough. That's, that's, you, see, you see excellence every day. When I wake up in the morning, I look in the mirror, I see excellence. Um, I'm sure Tom Brady did that as well when he went to the bathroom. Uh, but, uh, no, it was a fun game. Shout out to Ronaldo, by the way. But jokes aside, shout out to shout out to Ronaldo. I always, you know, give him slack um, on on the sidelines, and it's really just banter. Although it pisses me off, but he's the good. It's Every, really just banter. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, uh, he, no I'm now, you know, all jokes aside, he he is he is the good, but he sees thirty seven. Another guy in another league who's younger than him has has done less than him this season. Well, you know, he's not getting as much slack as, as Ronaldo has been getting. Um, in an easier this, league. And in an easier league, too. It just goes to show, you know, the, the level that Ronaldo has played in for so long and the amount of haters he has accumulated over that time. Um, so, great, 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 great testament. And, and the, the one thing I liked about the, the goals from Ronaldo or the performance in general was... It was just not like a tapping or like easy goals. These were like yeah. world class goals, each and every one of them. Um, from the play to the finishing to the celebration, um, it was just it was just immense. Um, but overall, I think from a neutral standpoint, it must have been a very fun game to watch. Uh, me personally, not really, <laughs> because yeah, at each. For each goal we scored, we always had your heart in your mouth, like, man, um, are we going to concede? Or when are we going to concede? And, you know, are we even going to win this game? Or are we even going to tie this game, right? But um, lo and behold, we came out with three points, which is what we really, really need at this point in time. Um, but no, bravo, bravo. I would give Ronaldo man of the match, obviously, just because of the three goals. Mm -hmm. But if I was to remove the three goals, to be honest, everyone knows would be real man of the right. match. Fred was Fred was immense. Fred was immense. He like even though that guy doesn't have skill or you know the quality to give a long pass or whatnot, you can see the energy that guy brings to the midfield man each each day. Um and maybe one thing I'll touch on, but no, I won't really go in depth is where I could kind of see a difference in balance with Bruno Fernandez not playing in that match. Um Although although Pogba didn't really provide much going forward, um, I don't know if it's because of his new haircut. I just saw I just saw smoke <laughs> coming out of his head from beginning to the end of the thing. That was a very un unlikely um, Pogba haircut. Like if Man. someone had told me to, <laughs> to to take a bet on what kind of hairstyle with Pogba, I would have never gone. I would have lost my money. Because yeah, I would have never thought about him. I told you guys that Pogba's haircuts have been very um low budget like, yeah very <laughs> like they are not they are not loud very mundane, so, remember he like, had like a regular mundane. haircut and i said this guy is living united like he, st he stopped <laughs> he stopped being slashy haircut now my guy went bald he's done he's done at united man mm -hmm. these are these are the, the the dark days you know when later on you start saying that you you lost your you lost your fire you lost your energy you lost your love for the game yeah, these are the haircuts we talk about. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, to be honest with you, I've given up on the guy. And I think it's time to get rid of him. Although I know we're going to get, lose him for free, which is the most painful part. But to be honest with you... Um, for a second time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, done. I'm done with the chapter. Um, because if he's going to resign, I mean, we'll probably have to put him on like 350, 400. And he doesn't even deserve 60% of that. Let's talk, let's have. So, if, if, yeah, this is his time. The guy was breathing out of his scalp all through that game. Like, <laughs> I think, I felt at some point I felt bad for Fred. Fred was. Doing, but like, you know what? Like to piggyback, to piggyback off something you said, I feel like you notice a difference when Matic plays, which is very, yeah. is a crazy thing to say, because even Fred playing the way he played, I feel like Matic had a huge part to play in that because. He, 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 he's, he's, he's one of the, in fact, I'm trying to think of anybody else who does this, who can kind of dictate the pace of the game a little bit when we get possession, right? Like when we get possession and then when we don't have possession to his positioning is also really good, which allows Fred to take a, a few more chances. Mm-hmm. I feel like Fred and Scott are so similar that both of them are always taking chances, right? Like when the ball is there to be won, they will like sacrifice their position to go and try to win the ball back quickly. And then when either one of them doesn't get it, doesn't, it doesn't happen for them, there's nobody for them to cover. But I think if in this type of game, wh- one of the things you notice is once Fred gets going in terms of he can win a few tackles early, it's so much easier for him to then be active throughout the game. Like he's almost like that person that will get tackles in bunches. Once, he's, once Fred starts having a good game, it's very rare that he stops having a good game. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, he doesn't... You won't see him, and then all of a sudden, you will just be like, your Fred is done, or he's... But once he's not, he doesn't get into the flow of the game, then you start seeing a few more rash decision, decision-making. So, but I agree with you. I, I thought Fred was, Fred was immense in this game. Um, anybody want to talk about uh, our, our favorite captain, El Capitano? Before before we get to him, I also just a quick shout out. I also think Sancho had himself um, a game too as well. I think it was it was immense on that, especially when he had the ball one on one. Like you could tell, like he was ready to take on whoever that who was defending him on that wing. I can't even remember. Was it Doherty? It was Doherty or Dini, depending on where. He was. Oh, no, yeah, whoever it was. Like I just I felt like um, he and again he this is something he's been doing over the last couple of weeks um, games right like he's been coming into his own and he's looking more and more like the player that we thought we were signing. But yeah, but anyways, from from the good to the not so great, and I don't want to say not so great because I think overall like I think he had a decent game, but that mistake was just something that was always in him. So you were gonna oh. you were gonna say Lanry. Yeah, no. Captain. Yeah, I, I don't think he played badly. But Ooh, I just cannot understand. Huh? Yeah. Maguire. Maguire, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, then I'll, I'll, I'll maybe give my own. Um, I just cannot yeah. understand how he deserves to start. You cannot make these many mistakes. Like, that mistake he made, if that was by you, it's a very different story. Do you understand? Like, and... There's this thing where people just keep saying Bailly is error-prone. Bailly doesn't make as many mistakes as Maguire does. On a game-to-game basis, he makes more mistakes than anybody on our team, even when you want to give him credit for playing decent. Like, that was a game that we did not 
deserve to allow Spurs to come back into the game. And Spurs had a few chances, but at no point when it was 2-1 did I think we're playing badly enough that we need to, that we'll let them back into the game. And it took and that if, kind of... And, and even if you saw that, like, um, I think, um, what's his name? Ranik, I kind of agreed with you because it was going to bring in a defender to when it was 2-1. Before they scored two two, then he held off on the on the change. If you notice the subs, he was actually going to bring the defender just to see the game out at two one. So that kind of like lends to what you were saying, where you don't think we were playing that badly to when we're at two one. So continue. Yeah, I just I just thought I just think like you know even when you hear the commentary, I'm not sure which commentary you guys were listening to because there was Sky and then there was the other one. You know they just talk about like his season going from bad to worse. Like how can how can you talk about accountability or like, you know, like look at Rashford, for example, that, you know, honestly, when I saw um, Maguire in this game, I, I thought about Rashford again and I thought to myself, I can understand why Rashford would be upset, right? Like it's so easy for us to say Rashford doesn't deserve to play based on him starting, but this is our captain for God's sake. Like, how can you justify this guy getting a starting bet every time? Like, it's either Varane or Lindelof that gets benched. And we've seen Varane and Lindelof play, and they look solid. This guy looks like he's always has a mistake in him. There's always a way, a, a way back into the game once he's playing. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm just... Yeah, I, that was one thing that kind of stood out for me from the game is... At this level, we cannot keep letting this. You know, it's not like he's a great captain where his leadership is is something that we we would lack if we don't if he's not on the team. So, what is the justification for this guy playing? Bayi was on the bench again today. Lindelof was on the bench. Sometimes it's even Phil Jones. Like Maguire made a lot of mistakes. Eh? Like at the end of the game, there was this, there was a chance that Spurs had the one that um. He went to Harry Kane and he tried to cross, but he crossed it over the bar. If you watch it, like just even little things like that in the passage of play, he's making like, he's like Fred. Like, you know how I was talking about Fred, where they will, sometimes they will make this rash. They, they will come out of position and they will leave their position bare. He does that so much. And I'm like, you're not winning the ball half the time. And then you're making mistakes. Why are you, why are you playing? You know? Oh. Francis, you're right. What were, what were you going to say about Maguire's performance? Um, no, apart from the mistake, which I think could have happened to anybody, um, yeah, anybody in that true. position, I thought I thought he he played decently in that game. Kane didn't get a sniff, like in ninety minutes. Um, I, I thought I thought that to be I thought Maguire had a good game, but again, it's just one of those things where he wear really nice white shirts and it's you know. It, 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 oil drops on that shirt it, it, it's bad you know it spoils the entirety of the shirt and I think that was that's the, the summary of his performance it's just because of that that own goal then everyone's talking about this but again it doesn't it doesn't change the past um, Maguire is prone to these mistakes if there's anyone across the defense who you know you were to put your money on that would make a mistake in the game is going to be Maguire so uh, that's why I'm not really surprised that he was the one that scored the own goal and then his face when he's you know makes these mistakes is like <laughs> like he looks more and more like a dummy every day. But shout out to that fucking idiot though, Romero, that, that you know went to scream across. Um, <laughs> he has he has done it more like two or three times now. I think he did it against West Ham, he did it against United, and both games they lost. So 
Romero, if you can hear this, keep screaming at defenders and you guys will keep losing. Punk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think someone said he screamed at Maguire's face. Just, it just said you're trash. Which, you know, I, I wouldn't say he's wrong. But anyways, the, the, I think the moral of the story, or the end of the, the, the story is that we won the game. Um, it was a game that we actually really needed. If, again, we had to keep our hopes up of the top four. Um, otherwise, because Arsenal have won five on, on, on a, in a row now, and West Ham, I think, also won against Villa. Ooh. And... <laughs> yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal winning makes me want to vomit. <laughs> but, but we'll see how the rest of the season. I think we have about nine nine games left today, today the season. So, um, again, um, who are we playing? But besides uh, Madrid, who's next on our Leicester City. Oh, another like Butlers. Is uh, what's his name? Uh, they always get a result against United. Well, they have been past. I'm talking about the coach. What's his name again? Brendan Rodgers. He has a propensity to bottle it every season. Um, but anyways, um, I don't think. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's true, though. <laughs> is there anything else we want to touch on the game besides? Hey, this is just what it is. Um, we won the game. A few players played good. I don't think Pogba is good in that um, Bruno role. Um, Rashford. Uh, Wait, but was it four three three that we played? It looks like four three three to me, as opposed to like four two three one. Yeah, yeah. We had Pogba and and um, Fred playing six and eight, um, and then Matic was playing four. But then, Behind it depends, okay. yeah. Then it depends on when when we're in position versus when we're not. When we're not in position, I think Fred and Matic become like the anchors, like sitting, and Pogba oh. leads from the front, I guess. Yeah. One last thing that I wanted to touch on, based on what Francis said, I I, I think if Bruno is going to be successful in this team, especially with the next manager, he's going to have to figure out how to play in midfield. I feel like that number 10 role is becoming a luxury that we might not be able to afford, especially with his wastefulness. Um, but I think he can also play in midfield if he had to. Maybe with two... Again, that midfield, we have to do something about it. Like, we have to get some really good players in there. But if he, if, you know, if he was playing in a midfield that had, like, Moutinho and Neves behind him, like in Wolves, for example, I think he would still be able to play well, even if he wasn't in a true number 10 position maybe like a number eight but yeah that number 10 position might become like it might be becoming a luxury that we we can't really afford because we're getting overcrowded in in the midfield when we play just two there especially when one of them is Pogba no that's fair um we'll take a quick break and uh we'll come back and talk about our Champions League game um our home to Atletico Madrid Our next game is a second leg of the Champions League quarterfinals, right? Or round of 16. Which one is it, Seth? Round of 16. Round of 16, yeah. Um, to Atletico. We're home to Atletico Madrid. The, the first game ended uh, in a draw. And I think Atletico has actually won three in a bounce. After that, um, we kind of kickstart that season for them, I think. And we've kind of went the other way because we lost the City. I think we drew... There was one game we drew in between then, and then we won against Tottenham. So, I think there's a there's a form role reversed in terms of forms for Atletico after after we play that game. But Francis, how do you see this second leg going? Do you see any 
difference in how they because I don't think they will play us any differently. But I guess do you see us adjusting differently to how they play us? Um, do, do I see us adjusting to how they play us? Yeah, because like Madrid is going to play the same way they played the first leg. I don't think that's going to change because that's the way they always play. But mm-hmm. do you see us? But we didn't cope well with that alone in the first half. So do you see any changes that we can, or do you see us adjusting to that better at home? Um, m- m- maybe in a, in a way, I think just because we would not have any other opportunity after this game, um, to you know try and get goals again. I think United will try to be as compact as possible. Um, obviously, knowing Madrid's strength is they try to give you, you know, the ball or have you, the opponent will have more possession and then they can either catch them on the counter, make a goal here and there and, um, and then sit back. That's, that's, you know, Atletico Madrid's style. So um, United will be very wary of that because um, you don't want to be the one chasing the game at that point. If United gets the goal first, then you know Atletico Madrid can can come out, which would give United more spaces to to um, try and get more goals. So I'm hoping that's the approach that United is going to to take this this game. Um, but you don't know, you really don't know the United that shows up, man. It's it's, it's yeah, always that's, always that's been like that. That's our biggest problem. Yeah, Gragnik, you know, on one hand, he has done a very good job defensively. I mean, the amount of goals that we've considered. Um, but then again, it's not good enough. But the, the comparison has been with, you know, Ole in, before he got fired. We were leaking goals, I think on average, like two goals a game or something like that, which, you know, um, Ragnik has kind of cut down. But in this game, I think we need to be very, very, like, precise in our defending, in the, in the options that we take or in the decisions that we make. And in our finishing, you know, it's not. This is not against Watford where we're creating 15 chances and we're not even scoring anything. If we don't take our chances in this game, it's, it's like it's, it's very straightforward. If we don't take our chances, we will not win. Um, and I think that would be the the message to to the players going into this game. Yeah, and I think I agree with you. Is that that our best chance of moving forward is to take our chances? I think we did a good job of that. I guess Tottenham over the weekend, and maybe we should actually give Ronaldo another another trip to Portugal so he can come back playing angry again in this, in this game. But um, we can't afford to be wasteful. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And at the same time, um, because we know that we're going to concede goals because again. We have Captain Fantastic as as our as our anchor in def- in defense. Uh, I don't think it'll be tough for us to keep a clean sheet. Is is what I'm trying to say. So our best chance is just to make sure that we take our chances when we create them. Because I don't I think we will create chances. It's just are we going to take them yet or not? Um, Landry, do you see this game going any different than the first one? I hope so. Um, I, I think <laughs> <laughs> with Atletico. You know, we don't we uh, we don't seem to do well with teams that want to give us the ball. But even when Atletico tried to give us the ball, we were in a hurry to give it back. Like that first leg, yeah. especially yeah. the first half, it was very. Now, because the Langa scored that goal, we forget. But we oh, could very easily have been yeah out of that tie early on. So I, I I don't think it can be worse than that. But the tie is not over. Like it's still it's one one, and there's no away goal. So. You know, this is not one of those where um, we need to win. Like, this is not one of those where we can just coast 
get 0-0 and then it's done. We need to win the game, man. So I think we can beat Atletico, but we're both teams that have problems. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what his lineup is. Bruno not playing in that game. There's a apparently there's a risk against fitness, risk against time for him to be fit for this this next one. I, I don't know if anybody knows was, what happened to him. It was it was he, it was a, it was a COVID test. Yeah, oh. he's, he he trained he trained today. Oh, okay, oh, okay. so he's going to play now. Yeah, yeah. I think with the new rules, once you get your first negative. Um, whatever test then you're allowed to get back in there like you're not okay. doing the quarantine thing again so because yeah. that's what happened with Cavani I think Cavani Cavani tested um positive and then negative like the next day and that's when he was allowed to allowed to come anyways continue that yeah. that's why Bruno didn't play it was because of COVID yeah okay so it'll be interesting to see what that lineup is you know I hope Scott doesn't play I hope Matic can start in this game um I think Maguire is going to play. I think that's you want to play Matic against the well, the way they're going to be pressing us and Matic and his propensity to give the ball a race or hold on to the ball too long. Yeah, to be be honest, I'll I'll play. Sorry, oh, I thought you were asking me actually. Um, but to be honest, I'm I will (laughs) play Matic and either Fred or McTominay. Um, maybe not McTominay, but I, I think I'll play Matic. I will sacrifice either Bruno or Pogba um, in that game. And because there's something Matic brings, as, as Larry said, um, he, he, there's a bit of control that he brings. He can he can pick a pass, like the second goal where he you know, found Mac, um, what's that guy's name? Sancho. Sancho. Yeah, yeah. Probably only one or two players in the team that can do that. Maybe Lindelof, Pogba. I know Bruno is either going to overheat the pass or underheat the pass, so I'm not even going to call his name. So that's the that's the advantage of having Matic in the team. Um, although there's that downside thing where he holds on the ball too long and then he loses it and whatnot, but I, I think I would still play him and sacrifice either one of Bruno or, or Pogba. But the thing I'll do is I won't play him for 90 minutes. Maybe once it reaches the 68 minutes or 65 minutes, I will um, make a change depending on how the game is going. Either bring in McTominay or bring in either Bruno or Pogba or something. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of pressure on us, especially if the game is tied closer to 90 minutes, right? Because that game, the game is going to end at it's going to end at Old Trafford one way or another. So yeah. I, I can see a situation where it's one-one or it's zero-zero 70th minute. And then, you know, Ralph has to make a decision about does he want to be aggressive and go for it? You know, taking someone like uh, Matic off and bringing on who, you know, Langa or Rashford or whoever he has on the bench, right? So I, that's where, you know, that's where when I talk about the lineup being interesting for today's game, that's where I, I think it, it really matters is trying to see, you know, who he starts with and then which type of substitutes he makes as well, depending on how the game is going. I don't think anybody sees a scenario where we're, where like, the game is almost out of hand by the end of the first half and we are winning, like, 3-0. I don't think anybody foresees that. So I think it's going to be a tight affair and so our substitutes are going to be very important. Okay. Um, let, let's go on to what we think the lineups are going to be. Francis, do you want to go first? Um, do, 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 do. in goal, the gear, hmm. defense, 
oh, man, right back is tricky. Um, I I would say Dalo. I think Dalo would start and defense. Maguire and Varane. Left back Alex Telles. Midfield. Matic Fred. Bruno Fernandez. Up top Ronaldo Sancho and um Ah man. Rashford, fuck this guy. <laughs> Uh, and and Elanga. Okay, I'll go Dagea, um, Juan Bissaka, Lindelof. No, not Lindelof. Sorry, Varane, Maguire, Teles. Um, I'll go Scott and Fred, and Bruno, Ronaldo, Sancho, and hmm. I'll go Rashford. I don't think he played bad enough to lose the spots. <laughs> um, Lanre, what about you? Um, I, I don't. I'm just going to go with. I, this is not the lineup I actually think will start, but fuck these guys. Um, <laughs> De Gea, Lindelof, Varane, Dalo. Does anybody know what's wrong with Shaw? Uh, even not recovered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tellers. Uh, Matic, Pogba, Fred, Ronaldo, Elanga, Sancho. Can I change my lineup? Yeah, you can. Yeah, in midfield, I would go Matic, Fred, Pogba, Bruno Fernandes, Ronaldo, and Sancho. Elanga and Rashford on the bench. Diamond, yeah. What kind of formation? Um, not really a diamond, but to be honest, freestyle, whatever the fuck you want. To do. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what's yeah. funny? That's what that's what we've been doing, anyways, with this team. We've just been playing everybody that we can play. <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's move on to uh, my score lines. Um, I'll go first because, like uh, Larry said. The game is going to end here, whether we like it or not, and I would, and I hope like we will go to the next round. So I'll go two one United. I don't want it to go to penalties because if it goes to penalties, I don't like our chances at all. Two uh, one United, um, Francis. Oh, uh, sorry, I didn't go my goal scorers. Uh, I'll go Ronaldo to score again. I feel like he, he's he's still angry. Ronaldo, um, Sancho, and for them. Hmm, a Griezmann of the bench to score for them, Francis. Yeah, this I I think Atletico Madrid will win this one, two one. Um, Griezmann and one of their centre backs, Jimenez. And for United, I think Bruno Fernandes. Back with a bank. Uh, El Maestro. Um, I'm going to complete a hat trick of two ones, and I'm going to go with goal scorers for United. Um, huh. I'm going to go with a tough one. Now. Wow. Uh, Sanch Ronaldo, 
and Rashford off the bench. And then for them, I'm going to go with it's Suarez. The Suarez even starts for them now. Oh. No, no, it doesn't start. It comes off the bench. Okay, I'm going to go with Suarez. To score off the bench? Okay. Yeah, maybe starts, but Scotia, one way or another. We'll find out who's right on Friday when we do our next pod. Um, again, I'm hoping United goes through the next round because this is our only chance of winning a trophy. <laughs> However, how <laughs> minuscule that chance might be. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's a better chance of United signing Ronaldo on a five-year contract than, than United winning the Champions League. You never know, so? you know. You know. I mean, Manchester United made the Champions League final last year. Anything Bro. is possible. Yeah, nothing. Nah, this Cra- is not. Crazy this is not happened, man. <laughs> this is not Adidas. Anyways, uh, I appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Please give us a follow on social and what will Fergie do on Twitter and Instagram. Also, rate, review, five stars only. Anything less than five stars. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, quick, keep it to quick, yourself. Quick yarns, quick yarns, by the way. Yeah. Um, Ten Hag and Mauricio Pochettino news is heating up. And um, maybe one of these days we're going to talk about that. Yeah. I'm hearing that they want to sign somebody before the end of the season. Which yeah, I'm, I'm hearing the timeline is April. I'm hearing the timeline. They surprise bit on the way United act. I, I think yeah. Francis, I think you already predicted that Pochettino is the one that's probably going to get the job based on how things go for us. Um, <laughs> you know, with, with, uh, with PSG getting knocked out of Champions League in the manner that they got knocked out as well. I think but that that is more of more likelihood. This is not any different from any other PSG like um, collapse. This is just what they do. Like I don't, I don't know why people were like. I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. I think they would have collapsed even if Pochettino was the coach or not. I guess is my point. I'm trying to. No, make. because they, they could have. They could have lost to Madrid, right? Like that game could have ended. What, what did they end? Three one. That oh, game could have yeah. three one, and Madrid scored two goals early. PSG comeback. Madrid scored. It's the manner in which they lost is the way, right? Like it's, yeah. it's not just like getting knocked out. It's the way. So. Yeah, I mean, they capitulated in, in five minutes and the coach could not even at least stop the bleeding. He, like, there was nothing... Like, watching that game live, I don't think any coach would have done anything to stop that. Uh, yeah, it's like, those Benzema, that, especially that Benzema third goal, like, it was... I don't know. No, I don't know no, how you... Because I think those kind of games, it's also the mistake. Once Donnarumma makes that mistake and you have PSG, everybody's thinking to themselves, here we go again. Right, like if you concede a goal in the flow of the yeah. game, I think it's easier and, to. And to I don't accept. think I've ever appreciated more what Francis always talks about when he says this guy um, sends like fear down the spine of his team, or like uh, not fear, like what's the word I'm looking for? What was that thing you always say about Dagia that it makes the team nervous? Yeah, like, I feel yeah, like he sends, yeah. he sends nerves, yeah. Yeah, and I think you, that 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 moment with Donnarumma, you know, captures what Francis was always talking about, where like that mistake like changed the whole outcome of, of the game. Uh, and and I think as well, it's it's not, it's not only the fear that it sends; it's also the there's the mental part of it. Like PSG, yeah. what they should be looking to sign this summer is a psychologist, um, like because <laughs> mentally, mentally, I think. Once they get into a losing position in UEFA Champions League, 
it it, it rings across back, everyone's yeah. head that exactly. okay this happens to what happened to us against um Barcelona this happened to us against Real Madrid this happened to us against I don't know even Liverpool or whoever they, they played I think and there was one always, against Leon. Was it Leon or was that, was that Man City? Man, it could be Celtic for all I know because I know they're <laughs> always in that position and they always crumble. So they need to like mentally do something in their heads to first of all remove that mental block and then a coach can come in and do something. Um, but... I think it's going to be tough for them. I mean, we're talking about Pochettino coming to United. What I think... So let me put it to you this way. If Pochettino gets fired from PSG and he and Ten Hag are available, who do you think United goes for? Not who do you want. Who do you think United goes for? Um, Jimmy, you want to go first? For United's track record, I'll say Poch. I think it's Poch too. Yeah, I I think it's Poch too, but I think I'm having this feeling that United is listening to Ralph, and Ralph is. Although Ralph has said, has also said that like he's not really part of the their process. Yeah, Ralph is going to say. Ralph is going to say. Okay, I'm just saying that that's what he said. (laughs) Yeah. Again, I'm not sure if Ralph goes into this consultancy role or whatnot. I'm not sure what the hell happens in there, but I think Ralph with his. past experience with Germany and German organization and whatnot, and Ten Hag coming from those roots, I think Ralph is probably pushing towards that. Um, but then again, as I said, I expect United to make a comfortable decision, which is Pochettino. But one thing to bear in mind is Chelsea might be getting sold for like five pence in, in the next summer, so Tuchel might be a I, I really doubt Chelsea is going to get sold, though. Yeah. yeah, I doubt it too. That's not that's I not the kind know. of thing that gets done like real. Those are not the kind of business decision you make like in the span of. Uh, and and just based on some of the things that they are saying that oh, if Chelsea gets sold, not one pound must Penny go to. has to go to Abramovich. So yeah. what's the incentive to sell? And, and like, if or when this war in Ukraine ends, if this war ends tomorrow, are the sanctions getting dropped? You know what I mean? Like, what would be the incentive for them to keep the sanctions against him? Because right now, the reason why they are sanctioning him is all to do with the fact that the war is happening. So if that war ends tomorrow, the sanctions are going away as well. Like all those assets that they've frozen, all that funny money that they want to talk about, all that stuff is done is done with. So for me, it's like, that's where I'm not as... I, I just think even... Like I feel like this is more of a show to make them uncomfortable versus like actually being able to sell the team. Because those kind of $4 billion transactions, it's not, I don't know if it happens over the spell of like two weeks, three weeks, especially under the conditions that they are suggesting that it should happen. Okay. We gave you guys bonus content today. (laughs) (laughs) Again, um, we appreciate you guys for listening. We'll talk to you later this week. Thank you. We'll be right back.